Chesterbrook Academy Preschool is here to help your child move forward academically, socially, and emotionally. You'll be amazed at the progress they'll make in our classrooms. They'll be ready for kindergarten and make lots of new friends in the process. So they'll be happy, and in turn, so will you. Contact us today to schedule an open house appointment starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 22nd. Visit ChesterbrookAcademy.com to find a preschool near you. That's ChesterbrookAcademy.com. Podeskew Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedic take on all forms of entertainment, such as movies, music, video games, television, and much more. So put your shades on and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shades on. We're on. The Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate Rico. What's up, man? Requieste Apache, motherfuckers. That's pretty badass, dude. Check you out. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Whipping out my whipping out the Latin. <laughs> that's all. That's all you're whipping out. I. I mean, you 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 can only see me from like the torso up. So, and I'm 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 grateful for that. Honestly, um, you know, just as a uh. Uh, a quick peek behind the curtain at the Odd Pods meetings. Uh, Sam from the 500 section almost shows up, always shows up pantsless. At least so he tells us. We've never actually seen it, but he assures us that he's not wearing pants. And so uh, it almost does become a peek behind his curtain. Is what yeah, almost, saying. almost. Yeah, but he he assures us there's no pants. And um, knowing Sam as well as I do, I I I tend to believe that. <laughs> There's not actually pants going on, so uh, thankfully I never get to see it. Same, same with you. So, I mean, for all I know, Steph could be under the desk right now giving you a blowjob. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never made new speeches before. I like it. Well, if I am, she is too. That would be true. That would be true. That would be bad if she's able to maintain a conversation while giving him a blowjob. That, that just says <laughs> right? a lot about me. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, I think we should move on from that topic. <laughs> oh, please, please. Let's get <laughs> the fuck out of this conversation. Um, I'll, I'll go into detail. You don't want that. So. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Probably 90% of the audience doesn't. I know a few people who might actually want to hear it, but yeah, no, not me. So, um, we're we're trying something different this week. Instead of uh, deep diving a movie franchise, we're uh, which it's partially true because there is actually a movie involved, but we're we're here more for the uh, the rest of it, which is a video game series. I disagree with that statement. As far as I'm concerned, there's never been a movie. Oh well, I I disagree with you, sir. So 
Oh, well, here we go. This is how Potescu starts. <laughs> That's how it is. Now it starts every week. Based on last week's episode. Ding, ding, motherfucker. Ding, ding, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, no, we're going to talk about the Assassin's Creed game series, which is a series that I've been a huge fan of up until about four or five years ago, I guess it is at this point. Um, like two games. Last well, two, three. Well, three games. Three, yeah. yeah. Because they, they tell me Valhalla is not much different than the other two in terms of style. So, which is which well, is really disappointing to me because I, I, I mean, this was probably my favorite game series out there at the time. You know, like I, I, I took days off from work to play this series. No joke. Like you may not want, you may not want to say that on a recording. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm entitled to have my days off. Like, I didn't call out day of. Like, I scheduled my time oh, off. Okay. And, like, I knew the game was coming out. I scheduled the day it came out off. And I took the day I was a vacation. I spent the day playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Right, no, no, I didn't do I didn't do some shady shit. Like, I just you took... Just, you just can't get a doctor's note to play as fucking SEO. Let's put <laughs> it that way. No. And uh, I think the last time I did it, it was for... I don't think it was for Origins... Might have been. I know I did it for Black Flag for sure. All right. Um. So because it was it, it came Let's out. Give a... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, today it came out during a hurricane. The little hurricane hit the day before the release, and I was one of the only few buildings in like a five mile radius that still had power. So playing through a hurricane. Yeah. I was I was so scared that I wasn't gonna get my game the next day, and I didn't care because like I was like, "Fuck, I want my game, damn it." You got um, some weird priorities, buddy. I'm not gonna lie. Well, what what else was there to worry about? I had it's it's an apartment complex that I live in, so it's not like I. What else was I gonna? I was already home, you know. I mean, all right. So let's because we don't normally talk about games. We, yeah, we don't. There may be some that don't know the basic premise of Assassin's Creed and you being the de facto uh, more of a gamer than mm. me. I'm, I am a gamer, but you are the de facto the gamer. Yeah. Between the, the two, oh, yeah, between the two of us. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Can you give us a very brief rundown of what the point of Assassin's Creed is? Yeah. Uh, so the Assassin's Creed series, um, first I'll just mention it started on PlayStation 3. It was not a launch title, but it was one of the first titles to come out on, on PlayStation 3. Um, and and also Xbox 360. I'm trying to make sure I get my, my uh, generations correct. Um, so it correct. wasn't an exclusive. I'm pretty certain it wasn't exclusive to PlayStation. I might have not have to look. Anyway, um, but what the concept is, it's a, it's a group of assassins, and their enemies um, are the Templar Knights. Which, by the way, Rico, just to spawn off for a second, was really intriguing to me when I first started playing this series, because I was also, you know I'm also a huge fan of the, um, the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, and the Templars in that version are the good guys. So right. it's really kind of like, oh, all right. You know. If I can... If I can uh, burrow in for a second, Please. it is a it, it is a really fascinating game because you can as the view you are automatically playing as the assassins with very few exceptions in some of the games, but it's it it gives you perspective like you can you could play as an assassin and sort of get the Templar's point of view like 
both are kind of wrong and both are kind of right, depending on your outlook. Yeah, oh, for sure. And 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 just to correct you slightly, because yes, you're playing as the assassin even from the very beginning, but you're working for the Templars at that point. You know, you... Well, that's not what I was meaning. I was meaning okay. like you, like in Rogue, you are a, you, you become a Templar. Yes, um, yes. And very briefly in the beginning... In Assassin's Creed Three, you are a Templar. So, I'm I'm saying most of the time you are an assassin. No, no, but I'm saying to... even Desmond in the very beginning in the first Assassin's Creed, true, he, he's been he's been hired essentially by the Templars to help them with this project, and he doesn't know, but he doesn't know any better right. either. Right? But, so that's yeah, yeah. And, um, and the the uh, descendants of. The Templars are are basically a corporation called Astergo. Is that what Abst- it's called? Abstergo. Abstergo. Yeah. And you brought Desmond. So Desmond for the first three games is More your protagonist. Well, okay. okay yeah. Cool. Three official games plus some sub games. Well, no. Then if you're going if you're going official, it's the first two official games and sub games. He never makes an appearance in three. Three is a completely different nuance, different thing. Shit, I completely thought he was... I Mm-mm. See, I have played all these games, but I've been playing them over the course of, like, years. Yeah, so no, same, I, same, yeah. The Connor, Connor from Assassin's 3 has nothing to do with Desmond. So, oh, that's right. You're just walking around as, as like, a faceless nobody, if that's if I remember. Yeah, you place. just were... At that point, you're an Abstergo employee, and that's how it, the, they kind of linger with it for the next few games until, I think, Origins... Mm-hmm. So, uh, so go back to the point. Go back so, to the uh, yeah. So, so I, as Desmond, you're you're hired. Well, first you've got this this battle going between the assassins and the Templars, and battle is not the right word because it's not like a war, but it's very uh, or it's a very underground type of war. It's very you know, and it's been going on for centuries at this point because yeah. mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed One takes place. In modern day 2007. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, the argument could be made for 2006, but really we're going to split hairs here. <laughs> Come on. Right. Yeah. It, it's in the mid, it's in the mid 2000s. Mid 2000s. Right. And so you, you start, um, as being almost kidnapped slash hired by Abstergo to help them test this, this, um, device that it called the Animus, under the guise, if I recall, Chris, it's been a while, but that it, it's you're actually helping it to you're helping to develop med- medical technology. Like that's the part that's the the ruse they sell you on what the Animus is for. It's for curing disease and such. Yeah, the basic premise is is Desmond is is going into his ancestors' DNA essentially, and that they're thinking like, oh well, if you could bridge that DNA gap, you might be able to find. It might be a way for us helping cancer patients or tumors or some shit. Mm-hmm. If we can bridge DNA with other DNA, uh, with you know from a direct lineage, and so you are strapped into this fucking, you know, laid back chair, not unlike the fucking Matrix. I, actually, in in the first game it's a table it's almost a flat out table you're laying it's flat a, you're, you're right you're basically on a fucking 
operating table essentially you got a wire sticking in you and shit like that i don't know if it's wires or just sensors that are on the the table it's like there's like a cutout for your spine essentially to lay in and it's got all these sensors as i recall it so right and then you in your own in your mind are transported into your ancestor's mind so that's sort of the basic premise it's it's a little more than that you're actually trans transmitted via DNA memory. Abstergo is, and the Templars have figured out that your DNA does more than just design what your body is and, and, and the building blocks for your, your physical makeup. And they actually hold uh, residual memory of past lives through the DNA. Because, you know, in real science... Um, all of us are made up of DNA. Like when, you know, you know, as, as Rico's so fond of saying, you know, he can't help that his parents fucked when they did. Um, you know, when they, when your parents do fuck, they, they did take 50% of her DNA and 50% of his DNA. And that's how you end up with someone like Rico. Um, right. So it's absolutely their fault. Yeah, completely. Um, so, but you know, you, you, that's how you know in in real life, for lack of a better phrase, that's how DNA functions. Well, in the game, um, along with that, it transmits memories as the DNA bonds. So you you can find all the way through your lineage and the memories. And, and Abstergo has found out found through this machine called the Animus how to tap into those memories and basically replay them um, on. And and then experience them again. Um, so yeah, and, and that's in some in some of the earlier games, you had to get a memory right in order to com- in order to get a full sequence. For example, if your character is required to kill somebody silently or in a very specific way, and you don't do it in that particular way then the memory is not fully sequenced and completed. Right. Then you have to kind of, you can progress through the story, but ultimately you, in order to get the full memories, you have to kind of go back and do the mission or the assassination yes. thing as per required. Yes. It's, it's also like you have to do it at a certain time limit. You have to do it, you know, you have to kill this one guy with a fucking arrow or, you know, shit like that, because that's what the original person did so the original person in this context is Altair. Yes, Altair so, is the the first assassin that you come in contact with during the uh, the Crusades, Crusades. era yeah. in in the Jerusalem era uh, area of the world. It does take place in real world, meaning it's not like a fictitious world. It's not a fictitious planet. It is earth. It's real places on earth. It's, it's all real in that regard. Um, and yeah, you start off without as I'll, I'll tell you. Thank you. I just couldn't get my tongue to go over my lips the correct way. Um, and, and yeah, you start living through his memories. And the whole purpose of this is the the Templars are trying to find what's known as the Apple of Eden. Um, said to be from the actual Garden of Eden with the original Adam and Eve. That's how they believe it. This game doesn't just put you into time. It At least the first... I mean, the Apple is the MacGuffin of the mm. games, essentially. Um, but it also does... It, it, the story kind of uh, reveals that there are gods 
there are also aliens that mm. are interpreted as gods. So you're throughout the whole fucking series of games, you are kind of with each player and each player is different. Uh, the protagonist of the story, whoever's in the animus, you're kind of working shit out. And it's very, as far as I'm concerned, it's very B level story. It's sort of just on the back burner, like a real diehards that are really trying to be interested in the origin and the, and the overall arc of the story. It's fine. But each move, each movie, each game has its own plot. You have to kill so-and-so. You have to take down the big bad. You've got to explore. That's the big thing is you are exploring these real worlds, real times. And I've got to give Ubisoft credit. They do go into detail on landmarks, artifacts, weapons. Starting with the second one, though. With yeah, Assassin's the first Creed. one, in, they, in they the, had a little bit more freedom. The, the first one is during the Crusades in the area of Jerusalem in the Middle East, Middle Eastern region, because it's not just specific to Jerusalem. But it's it's a little generic in what they yeah. think that ta- the time would look like. Um, whereas when you get into Assassin's Creed 2, which is considered to be really where the franchise starts, the mm-hmm. the first one is obviously the first one, and it does give the, the basis for the, the series, but when Ezio takes control, <laughs> when well, it's still Desmond, but when you're living through Ezio's life in the second one, that's when it really starts to kind of be like, Ooh, this is kind of, you know, where it goes. And what Ubisoft did, the developers, is because a lot of it takes place in um, Venice and and also in Tuscany. Mm, well, Venice is the is more prominent of, of uh, Brotherhood. Is and, it, so and, the, well, is no, it, Brotherhood's Rome, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's it's all over. I mean, you're you're in Roma, well, the, you're in Venice, you're in the, Tuscany. The point is that a lot of the structures are still standing from the Renaissance era. So Ubisoft went there and took literally thousands of digital pictures and brought them back and formed them and into the world. That Yeah, and their attention to detail is, is so ridiculous. exact. Do you remember when uh, Notre Dame was on fire like four years ago or five yeah, years ago or something? No, it's less than that because we were... It was, yeah, so it was like two or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in order to help rebuild parts of Notre Dame. <laughs> You're using, yeah, I saw that. They they went to the game developers and they said, hey, help us out. You took all these photos. And like, that's that's insane. Like, I was trying to explain this to dad when it was happening. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm playing a video game. He's like, oh, what do you care about your mindless bullshit? And I'm like. It's really yes, it's fictional, but it's historical fictional characters. Yeah, <laughs> but like I had to like I was telling him when I was playing Origins recently, and he was like, "Stop fucking playing with mindless fantasy." I'm like, first off, I'm almost thirty. I don't have to fucking. I can do what the fuck I want. <laughs> like I pay you rent, so fuck you. <laughs> and and so when I was explaining to him, like I'm playing in ancient Egypt. He kept saying, no, you're, you know, it's fantasy. I'm like, but it's not, though. It's, it's, it's historical fantasy. It's historical fiction. Yeah. If you're running around, you interact with fucking Cleopatra and Caesar, 
it's no longer fictional. Well, I mean, that's the the non-fictional part. Even in in the second Assassin's Creed, your one of your best friends and confidants is Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, Vinci Code, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. That's not even where I was going with it. But you're right. I know, but yeah, it's it's also it. See, I made the mistake of playing Assassin's Creed two before I played Assassin's Creed one. You can kind of get away with that though. I I feel like one is but one it, of the the only ones you can really skip. You know. It, True, but when you're like, oh man, because it, the Crusades in Jerusalem does sound kind of fucking interesting. Yeah, but they they fucking improve so much on oh. the gameplay between yes. one and two. So going backwards is just super frustrating. Oh, it is. I I've tried to go back and play. I I, I have gone back and played the Etsy, what's known as the Ezio Collection, which is two Brotherhood and Revelations, um, a couple times. I've tried to go back and play one. And I I can't do it. It's 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 so limited compared to uh, what they did with with two yeah. and the subsequent. Yeah. Uh, games. And even then, two is kind of limited. Like I, I'm that asshole who's like, oh man, I acknowledge that two is an amazing game. I prefer Brotherhood. I think Brotherhood is the best. No, but, Brotherhood is probably where they really hit their stride. But to mm-hmm. your point, because I, I, I can't disagree with you there, Rico, but to, to your point about where they go from in one to two, the the, the giant step that, that they take, you know, from from the first one to the second one, it's ridiculous. It, and in a good way. Like, it's it's just crazy the, the amount of... Um, well, the, the diversity in the game, first off, because the second one, so so the Assassin's series, for those not familiar with it, is very open world. It's it's go here, you have multiple things you can do, you know, ultimately, you do have the main story, but you can also, you know, run off in this direction and do this side mission or that side mission or whatever. Very Grand Theft Auto, for those familiar with that series, too, in the sense that you can go off and do multiple things and then circle back to the main the main plot right. where as assassins one you don't really get a lot of that there's not a lot of option for no. that it's it's go here stalk the guy kill the guy go back at the next mission do the same thing because in assassins one you have to stalk your guy your 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 right. target before you can kill them you have to and yeah so if it, you're seen, it's desynchronized. Yep, it's it's very very linear compared to the the ones further on in the series where they they start to to give you more freedom to to roam, no pun intended, <laughs> and and see the different um, areas that they've developed. And to your point, Rico, beautifully done. Like they're just gorgeous to look at, even on for someone who's been to Italy, they nailed it. Yeah, see, I haven't, so I have to trust you on that. But yeah, I, I, I can believe. And actually, when you got, I got, I think the special edition of two, or brother, I forget if it was two or brotherhood. It was one of them, and it came with like a making of DVD or like a bonus feature. It didn't come with an extra disc, but it was like a thing on the game that you could like watch this thing, and it talked about how they made the game, and it. They actually sent the camera with the crew to to the different parts of Italy that they they shot, and they at one point they put it side by side. They put the gameplay with the modern day building, and you're like, wow, that's yeah, that's 
Well, <laughs> see, because that's the beauty of it is that all these landmarks, all these historical settings haven't really changed. No. Nope. Which is why when they did America in, in third, they, they set it and based it on the American Revolution. Yep. And the majority of those buildings in like Charlestown and fucking Jamestown and, and Philadelphia yeah. are all still standing. They're covered in fucking cities and, and, and modern technology and cars and shit. But the buildings, for the most part, are pretty... And, and there's enough information because yes. it's only 300 years ago, less than. Compared to, know, like, you know, you know assassins thousands. or the... Yeah, that, yeah the, you know. Because, so, as, as, as we said, Assassin's One takes place during the Crusades. The second one with Ezio starts and and the sub games as they're called and not sub cuz they're bad but they're like it's like 2A 2B you know before you get into 3 they all take place during the renaissance um the renaissance era of history mm-hmm. and then your third one as Rico mentioned takes place during the American Revolution your fourth one now the fourth one they made two games at the same time. They both take place at the same time, but they're in different... Um, no, they made... Sorry. They made the fourth one, and then the fifth one had two iterations. So the fourth one is called Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and that takes place in the Caribbean during the 1500s? Yeah, it's it's like 15 to 1600s. Yeah, and then... Because, because it's not set on a specific... I mean, if you're really breaking it down, like they do offer a year of where you're set, but some of they, they do take some liberty of like, yes. well, technically this kind of gun or musket wasn't invented for another 30 years after, but you can let that shit go. But yeah, it's set during the golden age of piracy. Yeah. And then, then your fifth one, which is Assassin's Creed Unity, which is the first one for the PlayStation 4 and subsequent Xbox One, they had a simultaneous release for those who still had PS3s and 360s called Assassin's Creed Rogue, as you already referenced earlier. Rogue takes place almost immediately after Black Flag, so it's in that... Or no, it's a prequel to Black Flag, I think. I'm pretty sure it's a sequel. I'm trying to think. Because no, there's a character that... Yes, one of your you're characters right, you're that right. you know no, Black, uh, Black, fe- featured in Rogue. Black Flag's the prequel to 3. That's the one that I was getting. Yes, because That's... you're playing as your own grandfather. Yes. So, um, but then, so, and then at the same time as Rogue, you have Unity, which takes place in France during the, um... French Revolution. Yeah, during the French Revolution period. Um, with a quick hop forward to World War One, no two, if I recall. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's just a brief scene, and then you finish off what I consider to be the good ones <laughs> with Assassin's Creed Syndicate, um, which takes place during the Industrial Revolution in London, which mm-hmm. almost yeah. immediately makes it my favorite of them, just because I. I'm a huge Anglophile for one, and then the Industrial Revolution's always intrigued me. So you put those two things together, and I'm pretty much, yeah. It's also one of the most modern ones, so you can you you have a little bit of freedom and of uh, uh, being you can relate to it. Like, okay, yeah, I can fucking there's guns, for example, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but I I never really cared about that. Like, honestly, I up until that one came out, my favorite one was always three. 
As much as I love really? the Ezio ones, yeah. I, and I do. I love the Ezio games, and I think they're fantastic, and they're fun to play, and I, yeah. I do find interest in that. I was like, well, yeah, because that one's relatable. And then you're like, yeah, but my favorite one's the one that's even more relatable, where it's in America. Well, it's not just my point. It's it's not just that. It's but it's not even that much. But like to be able to, you know, and 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 I I lean on this card a couple times when we talk about things, especially in the last two episodes because we did Rocky last time. But being able to run around Philadelphia in 1770. Because it's not right at 1776. It's like it starts in like 72, 74, something like that. When running around Philadelphia and that area, and like being at one point, I'm pretty certain you're in my area of New Jersey, like exactly where I live. Now it's a gigantic forest at that point, but it's right, right, right. but I still think you're you're there. And so being able to run around the area that I've grown up in my entire life in that time era and having a full control of a character running around is pretty, you know, exciting to me. And, and so it, it, it hits home in a way, you know, it's relatable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then also like, but you know, you, you know, everybody knows about Washington crossing the Delaware, you know, near Trenton and whatnot. That's, that's just a part of history that most people are taught, hopefully still right. in schools. I've been to that crossing cause it's like, you know, 20 minutes yeah. away. Like I've, I've seen right. it. So to actually be there as a character with George Washington crossing now, obviously it's fictitious to a degree and you know, right. but it, you know, so I'm, I'm not, we're not saying this is, you know, 100% um, accuracy in terms accurate. of history, historically accurate. And actually so much so that it, it, each of the games with the exception of the, I think the first one, and even then, with the remaster of the first one, I think they added this because it wasn't in the original, uh, the original release. Opening. Yeah, the original opening. It says, and I'm gonna, I'm not, I don't have the exact words because they're not in front of me, but it says something to the effect of this is, story is completely fictitious, you know. And the other thing that it it stresses that it it's a whole bunch of people of different religious and ethnic and racial backgrounds working on the game together because there was a lot of um, flack in the first one about it being a kind of a racist type of game, um, right. even though that was never the goal. But right. it, it took a lot of they that. They just wanted to make a game. They weren't like, hey, anti-Jews and anti-Muslims. It was or just... anti-anything. It was... Anti, yeah, Roman Catholic or whatever. It was You're just, not even hey, anti-Templar. Like... You know, like, it's just... It was just yeah. a game. It, so. it was like, hey, you can't blame us. Fucking Ed over here is Jewish, and he fucking helped me. <laughs> yeah, game. right. That's kind of what it was. He could have quit. No, he wasn't offended. Like, you know, yeah. Um. So after Syndicate, then comes the ones that you're like, yeah. And I tried Origins. I did. I gave it a fair try. And I don't understand why you didn't. I mean, it's definitely a different game. It's definitely a different style of game. But I and and for the first hour or so of playing Origins, I was like, all right, I see the criticism. But once you get used to the gameplay, I was fine. I was I was into it. I. <sighs> It's a total departure of the original games. I totally yes. acknowledge that. Yes. And see, I, I, so one thing that I play style wise, game wise, that you don't play is I play a lot of um, RPGs, role playing right. games. So, like Final Fantasy, uh, Chrono Trigger. Um, I, I've tried other ones like Persona that I know Mark is a huge fan of. If he were here, he could 
we could say, hey, Mark, persona, and then sit back for like two hours and just kind of let him go. You know, there's our episode. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and there's a lot of, and I, listen, he'll be the first if he was here to be like, you know, uh, CJ, you don't know the first thing about RPGs because there's a, literally hundreds of them I'm sure I've never played. But I've, I've, I've played enough. That what an RPG does for to in, to put it in the simplest terms is you you run through the game as your character you build experience points you use those experience points to level up and as you level up you can take on tougher enemies and bosses and so forth and so on you also have to find new armor new weapons and all those kinds of things as you level up and that also makes you able to take on those enemies that's the 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 long and short of how an RPG functions mechanically, story-wise, we're it's a whole different conversation. But mechanically, that's how an RPG functions. And they turned Assassin's Creed into an RP, an action RPG. And I, and an action RPG is where you fight in real time, as opposed to menu battling. For for those familiar with the difference, so. But I mean, based on your description of our, on uh, an RPG. You, which you just you just said was you beat a bunch of enemies, you you develop experience, you upgrade your armor, your weapons to take on harder villains and blah blah blah. Correct. That isn't that not the premise of all the Assassin's Creed games? Like, there's always going to be a character that's a level higher than you, and you fuck off and do other shit and build up your your experience points, level up your weapons, level up yourself, no, and then you fuck. I, I, I disagree with that. I think as SEO from jump, you could take on any, if you're skilled enough, you could, you could go through the whole game with the bare bones weaponry and armory and get through that entire game. I, I genuinely believe you could do that if you're skilled enough at the gameplay, right? You can't do that with the RPGs that I'm describing. You cannot do that with these newer, these newer games. They did add, I'll give you this, they did add a feature starting with Origins where there are villains that, like there are villains that are higher level than you and you could take on, but then there's ones that are so high level that they have a fucking red skull over their fucking character that if they hit you once, you're, you're dead. dead. It's just, yeah, see, it's you just don't... a fucking one-hit punch. You don't have that in these other in the earlier titles. They might be harder fights for sure. I'm not going to disagree with you right. there, but you can ultimately always win the battle if you're skilled enough at playing the game and utilizing things like health help power-ups and what you're not power-ups but like um, you know, health refills and things like that, you know. So it, so they so let's disagree. They are both RPGs, but the newer starting with Origins is more closer to how'd you play an RPG action game? A action RPG is what it's known action as. RPG. I, I okay. I'm trying to see if there's a descriptor as to what um the Assassin's Creeds are considered game wise because I do have I would, the wiki I would look open at here. The first one, or or look at the first one or the second one. If it lists this as an RPG, then we're we're not disagreeing over that it is an RPG in the traditional sense. Like it does help to level up your characters and, you know, develop like, you know, better weapons and, 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 and shit like that to help make the game not just so fucking frustrating because you're constantly going up against one thug, you know, who just happens to be a level five and you're a level one, you know, yeah, you can use your skill, but even then some of the uh, skills that you acquire help you be able to take down motherfuckers like, a counter move or like you can't 
you don't learn the counter move until like maybe a quarter of the game in. In what origins? In like two. Well, no, yeah, actually, yeah. The, the the fucking there isn't really there is a counter move in Origins, but it's so clunky, it's so McClunky, uh, where like you, like the original counter was you if you're playing on PlayStation, you know, for example, you would have your 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 weapon out, and as they're about to slice at you with their sword, you would get like a fucking spidey sense signal. And you could press like circle and you would automatically counter. Whereas, and they kept that for like Black Flag, Origin, uh, not Origins, Black Flag, Rogue, uh, Syndicate, I think they still kept that. Mm -hmm. And then Origins, it's just, you got to fucking have enough speed and, and timing to raise your shield and then counter. So it's right, not which like is, which is... signal. Which is much more standard RPG than the Assassins. Um, I have to correct something I said earlier, Rico, not about the um, style or, or whatever, but it, you were right. Um, Desmond's in three. It doesn't end I with he was. it doesn't end with Revelations. He's in three. It's three is where where the end of uh, the, uh, the Miles. Yeah, the the Desmond Miles story. He so, ran out of miles. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second. I'm trying to read, so it took a second for that one to end. Um, I'm not getting a classification in the things that I'm looking at. They're not classifying as to what style of game you would call this. Um, so that would be a question for someone like Mark, because I bet you he would have a name right. for it. Or or your cousin, Jared, because he does gaming too. So, um, um, But back to one. Yes. I... See, I think the copy I had, and especially from going like, you know, the Etsu trilogy, then three, and then Black Flag, I like acquired a copy at like GameStop for like a dollar ninety nine. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I went backwards, but that was not the first time I played it. I I borrowed someone, an old roommate of mine, lent me his copy of two, and I started fucking playing. And I was like, this is fucking astounding because we forgot to mention the underlying main mode of transportation is parkour oh so yeah you're yeah scaling buildings you're fucking uh you're you're climbing walls and rocks and mountains and you can get on a horse i mean and you're running across like you know the tops of buildings and like rope you know and and shit like that so to play this game too and you're in the renaissance and you know i'm like you know the Dago, and I'm just like, yeah, Italy, blah, 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 blah. This is awesome, and this is cool, and oh my god, there's Leonardo, and blah, blah, blah. I did get tired of Leonardo, like, every time he brought him, like, a new upgrade, like, a, you would find designer upgrades for the your temp The Templar, sh uh, Templar Sheetsers, I forget what they were called, but yeah. But he would react the same exactly. Oh, yeah, like, well, I mean, there's ah, you found another one, like, fuck you. Like and there would be times where I'd be collecting like four or five, and you you have to like do it one at a time, yeah. Time. So for like thirty minutes, she's like, ah, you found another one. Like motherfucker, I've had a stack in my hand. <laughs> Just take them all. I'll go off and get some fucking rigatoni, and I'll fucking come back, and you'll be done, right? <laughs> like I'll just take a break from killing people and you'll just have all my you'll you'll be my Lucius Fox. You'll be my Q, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So in one, so after playing two, I went like, and my roommate Jim told me, "Don't go to one. Once <laughs> you start two, don't go to yeah, it's one." Hard. Like, it's hard. It's a hard. You. It's a hard double back. It really is. And I and it's and it, he was right. I was wrong. So I I struggle with the first one and I gave up. And then, you know, for the past three years, I've been playing the Assassin's Creed game sort of in order. And then around four or five. I went, I, I got a copy of one. I went back and I'm like, Ooh, I just made it even way worse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and there's, it's not that it's just a bad game. We want to clarify. Oh no, it's a, what, for, for a, what it was at the time. It was fantastic. Right. But it, it is kind of like five steps backwards. If you, if you have been running your whole life and you're just like, I'm just going to crawl. Like yeah, I mean, com- compared to what they were able to do with Ezio and the way they continue to develop the series, if you get deep into it like you are now and then try to go back and play one, it's 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 they really torture. should remaster it. They should remaster it in the same way. They'd have to, it's un- unlike remastering the Ezio, because they remastered the Ezio one, right? And I know that's right. kind of where you were going to go. Um, mm. Unlike that, though, see, they, they only really remastered it to make it a little more fluid, clean up the graphics a little bit. To remaster the first Assassin's Creed, you would have to strip it down almost to the core code and rebuild that game from scratch. Well, they should. Yeah, I mean, see, because, I, if because they did the, it the now. Fucking, well, the problem is, is that they're pissing off a lot of their fans with all the new games that they're making. Not no, most personally. most people are in. I'm I'm actually one of the few. Uh, I've heard mixed things. I've heard both sides. Yeah, I like I, especially for Origins. You didn't like Origins, <sighs> and I mean, even Michael, who's not, he doesn't play the Assassin's Creed games. He bought Odyssey for Steph for a birthday gift like two years ago, and then it, we had the option of buying Origins or Odyssey. And he said, no, let's not get Origins. Let's get Odyssey. I've heard Odyssey is the better one. And it, again, I see, I'm currently playing Odyssey. It's different. It is, it, it's different game style than Origins, even though Odyssey is considered a sequel to Origins. Yeah. That's how they list, that's how they list it on Wikipedia. And I don't really fucking. What well, is? Uh, yeah, it is, but it's, it's. It's the same thing from going Assassin's Creed 1 to Assassin's Creed 2. You're like, fuck, it's, it's not better. Like, if anything, I feel like they kind of went backwards slightly. Like, it's not, and, and for all these games, it's not the story. It's not the, it's not the, uh, the gameplay itself in terms of, like, running parkour and killing motherfuckers. It's you are training your thumbs to do a certain action for hours upon hours upon hours, <laughs> if not months sometimes. Yeah. And then you, you're, you're training yourself for muscle fucking memory. And then you go on the next game and you're like, okay, in order to run, I got to fucking hold down X to, to sprint. And now you're like, wait a fucking second. Now you got to hold down R1 and X is actually fucking jump. And you're like, wait, what the, f-? so you find yourself, yeah, shit. like I just want to sprint and then I just jump off a fucking building. Yeah, but the, oh, I and I get that, Rico. I get what you're saying, and I'll get to that in a second because you brought up a valid point. But I wanna, I wanted to step back to my biggest problem with Origins was something you were kind of just alluding to, though, 
All right, the, the one of the best things about the Assassin's games, even the first one, more so the Ed, starting with the Ezio ones, but certainly in the first one too, is the parkour running around, jumping off the buildings, climbing up, scaling walls. You probably shouldn't be able to scale, you know, and and doing all that stuff. And and in you know three hundred what the fuck BC Egypt, there's like two buildings the pyramids that's it the rest of it you're you're running around there's mm. not a lot of buildings man for for someone who has beaten origins and you if correct me if i'm wrong you got frustrated and turned it in is that what you did oh yeah i sold it yeah i sold it back to gamestop yep. okay so i have a little bit more experience you do you do all of over fucking egypt okay compared to florence okay, compared or... to fucking like venice Yes. yes. Okay, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, there, you're absolutely right that there is more desert in Egypt than there is in Italy. There's so I'll more, give you that. There's more desert in that game than there is in all of the other ones combined. But there are still buildings. Like, you, it's not just two pyramids. Because they, they feature pyramids that are all over Egypt. Okay, so I, I might have been exaggerating, just, but you... Just, it's not just the Egypts and uh, the Egypts. The, the pyramids in Giza. You're, you're going through, like, the fucking... You're climbing the Sphinx. You're, and there are buildings and villages in all the villages. So there's buildings and shit that you're running through okay, inside but... the game. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a lot of fucking... All right, let's get on my goddamn horse and fucking... But that's sort of the kind of the point and even the then appeal. it's the horse riding is almost automatic you can hit a button and put the controller down and go have a sandwich and you need to because it takes an hour and a half to get from point a to point b i've certainly have done that but then i've come back and been like oh i'm dead what happened <laughs> and steph is just sitting there watching it's like well a fucking uh the problem is when you just auto ride you're riding in areas that you've never been sometimes so there's level higher characters that just are bandits and they want to rob your ass and kill you because, hey, fuck you. <laughs> and then they just sh they literally can throw a rock at you and just kill you. So it is sometimes better to not do the auto thing. Like I've I've put the auto run and then I'm just kind of like pulling up my phone. I'm just keeping an eye. and I'm like, all right. Oh, shit. I'm in a new fucking area. What do I do? Uh, okay, everything's good. Nothing's nothing's bad. Oh my god, there's a lion! Fuck! <laughs> now I gotta get the controller and then like steer, and you can steer your ass away from shit. Like it's not like it's rigid. You can you can deviate from the written path from the ridden path. How you like that? <laughs> Look at you. And then um and then you have to kind of do it all over again and 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 but it's see I didn't mind the exploration because I kind of dug the underlying theme of the Assassin's Creed games, which is you are, you could do the, the campaign or you could fucking explore. Oh, See, I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't I always explored, fucking... but I like being able to go from a rooftop to the ground level and running among the crowd and all that shit, you know? Well, you could do that too, but it, 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 they Except for like change. huge chunks of area where it's just desert and the occasional oasis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't mind that. <sighs> I didn't mind. I mean, it, it's the similar thing to Black Flag. Like, what parkouring are you going to do in the open ocean? No, Fucking but when nuts. you get into the different ports, there's plenty to do. There's plenty of there's, jumping around from building to building. 
I, I mean, that's true. There are there are different there are different and and honestly, because the, the the seafaring portion of Black Flag actually originates in three. And it was so popular. There was so much feedback from the fans about how much fun it was to have the boat and build and and to do some of the war, the sea warfare, which in in three is a a secondary feature. Mm-hmm. That's why they developed four. I would also argue. I think they were they were thinking we should do a fucking pirates game. Like that would be awesome. But I don't but- think. The, there was going to be as much of the the water of the, the boat traveling as there ended up being, you know. Right, and and ultimately it pay, it it worked out. I mean, shit, dude, you're on your you're on your fucking pirate ship and you're going across the ocean. Sometimes in a storm, mm-hmm. and you could just you can have your men do, do fucking sing uh, ship sh- uh, shanties. We have to collect them, but yes, yeah, you have to collect them. But like, there are plenty of times where I'm just like. You know, hearing uh, early in the morning, like, it's just a fucking <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. And Steph is a big fan of shanty, so I'm just like playing. I'm like, hey, baby, you want to hear some music? Hey, up the rider, hey. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it's definitely a lot of. I agree with you, Rigo. There's there, there's definitely and there's some there's some ones I like more than other ones, and you could actually skip it like it's a track on your uh, MV3 player if you didn't like it. You could skip to the next shanty. So I would. I'd, and it's yeah. not just that you skip; it's that your character says, "All right, enough of that shit." Well, that's Play how something you, else. Well, no, no, that's how you turn it off. I don't think. I think if you just skip, it just skips. I don't think he actually says no, no, anything. You, you, you. It's in order to go to the next song. It's like, all right, another one. Give me oh, another yeah, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then you got see, and then you, you like I that, said, you do that in Odyssey as well. By the way, oh, there you go. Um, what? There's a boat. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right. In, in Odyssey, you are you, you. It's Odyssey is just basically if you took Greek history, Spartan shit. Like if you took the movie Three Hundred and the ships, or, or at least the ship experience a black flag and combined it. I, I got to be honest with you, Rico. You have intrigued me enough about this one specifically because we've talked about it off and on. Going Honestly? back to going back to even when Steph was playing it, when Michael, like you said, Michael bought it for, for her birthday like a couple years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it even going back then because I remember you told me she got it and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, I had to remind you, it's, it's not Roman. I had to tell you, it's Greek. Well, either way, but that's not the point. The point is, you you've intrigued me enough that I've actually considered getting because I've seen it for like I think it's I think it's on sale right now digitally on the PlayStation Store for like eleven ninety nine or something like that. Oh, like you it's definitely, you definitely should buy it. You definitely um, definitely should buy it because no matter what. What's the worst part? Oh, I'm running around in Greek fucking like ancient Which Greece. I, and I love Greek culture. I know like, you do. I, I love and I love. But I also love Egyptian culture. So I was really kind of excited about playing Origins for that reason. And then it kind of like. So. Well, maybe Odyssey will bridge you back to Origins because it's not the exact same gameplay. It's not like going from Assassin's Creed two to one. It's not going to be like oh right. fuck right. If anything. I'm of the opinion that Origins has, okay, like the skill tree, okay? So I was telling you this off, off yeah, screen yeah. a day or two ago. My, one of my bigger peeves of Odyssey compared to Origins is that you get a skill tree. For those who don't know what a skill tree is, a skill tree is you it's earn how you enough build up points. your skills. And, I mean, not, not, not to be redundant, but it's how you build up different abilities in the game and, and unlock certain right. things. 
But it's and that's the key word is that you unlock certain features and abilities to help your character progress, um, like a counter move or oh now there's a new feature where you can automatically if you're in the middle of a fight and another player another character comes in to attack you you can throw your fucking knife at them and just do a one hit kill shit like that in origins the skill tree was if you unlock and activate a thing <laughs> it will automatically go to your character so you can have multiple ways of of silently killing someone or you'll get an extra feature like a rage mode where if you you trigger you press both fucking triggers at the same time you'll do a rush up to somebody and slam into it it's like a really fucking devastating blow so those are all automatic but in odyssey if you you have it you have a, a experience tree you have a and and everything but it's more rigid to how you want to define your character based on how you want to play as that character. So if you, if you want to have a feature where you literally, this is, this is, and this is ironically my favorite fucking portion of as your character. Like one of my favorite unlockable features is you do like a Spartan kick, like, like from fucking 300, like this is Sparta. You just or God of war or God of war. Which I have also heard they kind of like stole or or it, it, they're going to get a lot of uncomparable. That's the biggest uh, criticisms I've seen of the latter Assassin's games is that they're pretty much just ripping off Sony at this point. Well, I mean, if you're going to rip off any company, it might as well be fucking Sony at this point. True. Um, By the way, so you get- check check your phone. Uh, Steph apparently can hear our conversation and had a suggestion. Had a suggestion. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you two should do this survey each for the Assassins episode. It talks about what kind of gamer you are. I mean, we can do that at the end. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um. So let me let me finish my point. So I'm you sorry. Yeah. Un- you unlock this feature where you can fucking Spartan kick somebody in the chest or in the face, and it's so it's kind of fucking powerful enough. Where, like you can kick somebody off a cliff or off a top of a building, and then they die. Um, or it st- or it stuns them enough where as they're laying down, like ow, what the fuck? You just kick me in the face. You just slash the fuck out of them. In order to have that be a move, whereas like if they did that in Origins, that would just be automatic. You just you know you can you could just do that. If you want to have the capabilities of doing that in Odyssey, you have to assign that move to a button, and then you unlock more special moves. You have to assign those to other buttons, but you only have four possible buttons. So sometimes you have to like sacrifice one move to placate another move. And it's all about how you want to play your character. But I didn't appreciate it because with Origins, it's just automatic. You get everything as opposed to, well, I know how to do this, but I'm limiting myself to being able to do that. Oh, what? No, I'm looking. I'm I'm on I'm on the store right now. They have Odyssey, the Gold Edition, for um, Odyssey, but it's a hundred bucks. But you also get Assassin's Creed Three remastered with it. I would have already assumed you would have already had three. No, not that I have the original one on the PS3, but I don't have a system to play it anymore. Mm. So I have the game, but I have no way to play it. Wait, so, wait. So you said Odyssey was like fifteen bucks? Yeah. 
So that means three is eighty-five bucks. Uh, well, no, because it comes. It comes with the season. It No, no, no. Say that again. Hold on. I I missed. You said it was a hundred bucks for Odyssey to come with Assassin's Creed Three. But it also has the um the season pass, so it's all the DLC and everything for Odyssey. Mm. And then. it's a pretty good fucking deal, but it's still a good chunk of change. No, it is. I'm not spending a hundred dollars. I can get Odyssey by itself for fourteen ninety nine. I would do that. So I'm I'm debating. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, I I, I would at least start there, man. Yeah, I'm not spending a hundred bucks. I the only reason why I would even consider a hundred bucks is if it was the only way to get three. Like if I couldn't just buy three by itself, but by itself, three's forty bucks right now. So, um, I think you would, uh, again, I'm not hating Odyssey. It's definitely, but it's definitely a different style of gameplay. You gone is the automatic, like, uh, stealth, like you can be stealthy, Mm -hmm. but you can also totally be a goddamn tank, but it's not a requirement to be stealthy anymore. Like, also, I mean, there's there's certain features where I was like, like you had your eagle vision, and in like the the majority of the games where you kind of just you can see and and lock onto characters and they're a different color, so you could see the, how they walk through walls and shit. And then like if they're your target, like if they're your target, you they're gold. If they're an enemy, they're red. If they're friendly, they're blue. Shit like that. See, and then start starting with origins, you take over your actual pet eagle and you fly over buildings and then you can lock on to characters that way. So it's, it's similar. It just takes more time to vet out an area if you want to be sneaky, sneaky. So let me ask you something because you played Origins, right? Yeah. One, you can play. I I, I, I completed a DLC too. I I didn't do both of them. I did one. Right, so uh, at some point you get your first hidden blade, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the snap out blade, the wrist blade. Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a DLC for Odyssey called Legacy: of The First Blade, and it says encounter the the legend who first wielded the assassin's hidden blade. That's a lie. Well, that may I I mean do they I don't know do they specify that your character in Odyssey goes and finds Bayek? Your character of of origins. Let's see if it says uh, because then it would make sense. But it, well, it can because it's a different time period. Bike would probably be dead. Maybe it's a. I mean, I don't. When is when is fucking origins set? Uh, hold on. It's ancient Egypt, but how ancient? It's uh, let's see. <laughs> origins. Uh, okay, set near the end of the. Ptolemaic period, so 49 to 43 BC. Okay, so now what's Odyssey? Odyssey. 431 to 422 BC. So it's actually before. Right. Okay. So So then they lied about the... uh, Because Origins is supposed to take you back to the first assassin. Yeah, hence the title. So they lied. I mean... Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's what's weird is that 
you have a blade, you have the hidden blade in Odyssey, but I don't even think they, I don't remember if they, I mean, I, I just started and played the game. I don't think they fucking explain how you get the blade. You just automatically have it. Whereas in Origins, like, you stumble upon it, and right. the first I, time I got, you use it, it, it slices off your fucking finger. And that's that's as far as I got. That's that's about where I got to when I was like, okay, that's oh. what happens. And I was like, um, I've had enough of this. Not because of that, but that was just a point that I remember getting to. Oh, man, I had I had so much fun with Origins. Like, I had, I had fun with just the bow and arrow capabilities. Like, they kept offering me, like, oh, you can get this this awesome bow. And I'm like, fuck that. I've got a bow that is rapid fire, and automatically all the arrows are on fire. So it's rapid fire fire. And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, burning and fucking people up. And then I found another bow. You can get two separate bows. Uh, you can have two at a time of bows as well as two separate uh, uh weapons like swords or scythes or fucking spears and shit and the other bow that i had was a zoom in hunter one so it became first person pov like a sniper rifle yeah like a sniper rifle with a bow and mine automatically came also on fire so and you can slow-mo your arrow you you shoot at somebody and you hold down the trigger it'll slow-mo and then you can control your fucking arrow which is just bullshit but whatever, it makes for a fun experience. And you could like aim your goddamn fire arrow. Uh-huh. But th- th- that's the point is all these fucking things are bullshit. Like you can't control a fucking arrow as it's already left your fucking quiver, you know? Yeah. And then you like fly it like you're fucking using the goddamn force and shit. And you a- you can aim at a dude's dick or at his fucking eyeball, you know? But I was taking down motherfuckers really well and I was... When I chose to be sneaky and take down a fucking fort, I could do it really, really, really well. Um, whereas in this one, it's like an Odyssey. It's like, fuck. Should I get the? Like, should I get the hundred and twenty dollar version <laughs> of what Odyssey? It's the ultimate edition. It comes with the, the game, the Cronus and Herald of Dusk packs, the Copernicus Copernicus Naval Pack, the XP and Drama Boost. A drachma boost, excuse me. And then two major episodic DLC stories, Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed Liberation in high definition. Because if you get the gold edition, you only get the remaster, but not the high definition. Let me put it this way. I'm not spending $120. I'm just making No, no, no. But like, just for the sake of it, like, you already were like, oh, man, I can get this game. Plus, plus a game I already know and love. It's my favorite game for $100. Or I could play a game I have never fucking played. Rico is kind of offering criticism about it, and I could get all this extra shit for even more money. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I was more fucking just, around. I, but... Motherfucker, just start off with buying the fucking game by itself for fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> I'll put that shit in my hand. You're the one who wants me to buy it. I didn't say no, no, no. I didn't say buy no, it. No, 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 I, no, I no. I, I did just say buy it, but. You're the one like, hey, you're convinced me. I should fucking buy it. I think uh, you should buy it, see if you don't like it, or if you do like it, and then go back to Origins. Because at that point, it'll be fucking cheap. You'll probably get it for like eight bucks. Well, it's eleven ninety nine right now, but that's only because it's on sale. It'll be on sale again because they want to push oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh. Um, so, yeah. that I mean, I haven't... Re- one of the things that I did kind of love-hate of Origins is it 
there are there there are DLCs where you go actually into the mythology where it's like established like you get to fight a fucking god, and there are like time things like a timed events outside of the campaign where you're running around in ancient Egypt you can follow the storyline, and then there's like an event that pops up on the outskirts of Egypt and you gotta fucking get on your horse and fucking go through the desert and find this location. And you fucking take down, like, a 50-foot-tall, huge Egyptian god. Like, you get, you fuck up uh, the the fucking god of death, uh, the the jackal-looking motherfuckers. Horus, and, and the, isn't it? No, Horus is an eagle, I think. Mm. Um, uh, Set, I think, is who it is. But there's also a giant fucking crocodile god. Uh, there's a giant cat god, and I made Dino leave the room before I fucked that guy up. <laughs> um, and, and as you're doing, like, it's a giant fucking, like, what was that goddamn game where you climbed, like, like giant beasts and shit? Um, Shadow Colossus? Shadow Colossus. So it's like Shadow of the Colossus, but Assassin's Creed form. You're not climbing the character, but you're running around and they're constantly like turning and facing you and they're throwing shit at you like fireballs and you're dodging shit and you're just constantly lobbing fucking arrows at the motherfucker and then they unleash their little uh, demon spawn dudes that come after you and you have to fucking take them down. So it, it's, it's establishing, yes, you can run around and fucking do realistic parkour fighting shit based in historical accuracy or you can venture off and go fucking fight some myth- mythological shit, which is what I'm assuming is going to happen in Odyssey. Like, I would not be surprised if at one point you go up against Medusa, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which again... Or, or the fucking Kraken or some shit. Actually, I know that for a fact because at one point I stumbled upon an, uh, a fucking island and you kind of go in this cavern and there's like a big fucking door in this cave and you're like, huh, what the fuck? And this is the good and the bad of exploring outside the campaign. You could explore all over, but there are some areas that are more higher level than what you're capable of going through. And you hear fucking smashing and thumping, like someone stomping around and you get close to the door, the door fucking cracks and your character flat out says, I'm not doing this shit right now. I am not more. I am not as skilled. I'll come back later, or something akin to that. In other words, fuck that. And then you, you leave, and I haven't gone back to do it because I don't know if I'm ready. But as the game, as these games feature, players can take photos of the areas that they're in, and so you could see photos of other players in the game. And yeah, one person lot. took. A, a lot of games do that nowadays. But this was like a feature in like that was established in like I think Origins or something. And some of them are, prov- are provide clues. Like if you're looking for a specific thing to unlock something and blah, blah, blah. Players will take a photo of where it is just to help out future players. So I went and saw there was a photo at the, the island with a big fucking door. And someone took a photo of a giant fucking Cyclops. And I'm like, oh, there. Okay, so I'm right there. I'm gonna, <laughs> at one point. Fuck up a Cyclops. I'm going to fuck up Medusa, probably. I'll probably fucking, you know, defeat the Kraken. Shit like that. So, for the audience, 
I will let you know that I gave into peer pressure. What, what, what'd you do? What'd you I, spend your money on? Oh, just, just the, the fourteen ninety nine basic. Okay. Good. Yeah. But it's, About it's downloading the, as we speak. Morning. Yeah. Four in the morning. I'm going to get you motherfucker. This thing <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you might. I'm going to be like, I fucking liked Origins. I don't know why you fucking are listening to me. <laughs> Um, speaking of all that, though, we really, you know what, we spend a lot of time talking about these two titles, and neither of us have played Valhalla yet, but apparently it's very similar in style. Um, but we've kind of, we touched on it, but we've kind of glossed over what's probably the best one, the best arc in this series, and that's Ezio. Yeah. I mean, Ezio is definitely one of the, is definitely one of the best protagonists. And has one of the best stories, but as far as I'm concerned, I didn't like his third game. I real and I gave up. Yeah, the the third one, especially with the tower defense stuff, is really rough. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, it's not and they hard. Never, and they knew they fucked up because they never brought that feature back again. No, I I actually did okay with the tower defense. I didn't mind that so much, but I know people like yourself that were irritated by it. So I get it. So I'm not, you know. I'm not gonna sit here and say you're like you're you're wrong or whatever. Well, what cinched it for me was that I was really struggling with. I was doing it and I was going through the grind and I love the Ezio character and I like the in, the the added feature. Where he's got a hook blade. I thought that was cool. Yeah, the hook and blade was I, cool. I'm, yep. But for some, I guess it was the disc I had. It kept freezing and, uh. and glitching on me. So I'm like in the middle of a fucking defense thing and I beat it. And I'm like, and I was one of those ones where I'm like, I'm really fucking struggling with it. And then it freezes and didn't save my progress. Uh, so I looked at Steph and I said, fuck that. I'm done. I'm going to move on to fucking Black Flag. Fuck this. Yeah. Well, no, you should have gone to three first. But yeah. I, that's what I meant. Three. Yeah. Um, but I dug get, three. I told get, you. Three, no, three is really good. And if I could get it for cheaper than 30 bucks, I'd buy a copy right now. But I'm not spending 30 bucks on that yet. So, you know. Right. Um,. Although you Let probably it. would, you just spent fifteen dollars on a game. You, you know, you're like, nah, maybe I'll like it. Maybe but see, I won't. that's the thing. Like, I've I've played I've played three, and I have three. And to say I okay, so I have to I have to re I have to amend something I said. I still have a PlayStation Three. It's just not hooked up anymore. So I'd have to pull it out, hook it up, you know, find space on on my area where I have all my other systems and whatnot, and and space on the inputs on the back of the TV to be able to play it. But I mean, I could if I really wanted to play that badly. Instead of spending thirty bucks or whatever, I could turn it on and. I mean, break it that there lies the question of the gamer, which is: I could go and play an older system with a game I know and love. It take, it'll take me about ten minutes to to program. No, it would take me a little more than that. But <laughs> yeah. But you, but you see my point. Or you could spend thirty dollars to play the same exact game, just maybe a little better looking on your current system. So you don't have to unpack anything. Well, it's, I mean, it's also, like I said, space. I literally don't have any physical space to put the system up right. and plug it in. You know, like the Ezio <laughs> collection, I rebought the Ezio collection for the PS3 on, on PS4. I bought that, but I got it for, so Sony, for those, I can't speak for Xbox, but Sony does sales several times throughout the year like right now they're in the middle of their spring sale that's why i got odyssey for 14.99 when it's still 60 bucks 
you know. So, but they did that, and I think I got the entire Ezio collection for nine ninety nine. Like I got, I got that for PlayStation Three. I got like all three discs or something. Yeah, for, I like, got the remaster bucks. on four for. Wow. You know, for nine nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? So it 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 was worth it to me. And plus, I have an external hard drive. I got a two terabyte external hard drive attached to my PlayStation mm-hmm. Four, so I got a lot of storage space. And so I have a lot of games. I probably have more games for my PS Four than any other system I've ever owned. I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably have more for that system I- than any other one. I've got a ton of games on my PlayStation 3, but I think I've, in, in terms of cost, I've spent more money on the Xbox One. It's not even my system. Like, I've been buying fucking well, games. You for, and, I yeah, mean, me and Steph are going to be together for fucking ever. But, like, yeah. I even jokingly said, like, at one point, I'm like, if you ever fucking break up with me, you're getting a ton of games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, for, for, for my gamer's sake, can you not believe me? Like, <laughs> I'm put, so I, sure. I, Listen, I'm sure she'll make it up to you at some point. But I want to, um, I want to get back to to Ezio. Like I think the the orig- I liked Ezio's origin better than Altair's for sure. Um, okay. You know, getting getting because he he was um, you know, I, this this literally just hit me. So I'm not sure if this this thought is very flushed out. So I would like your perspective. But he's kind of Tony Stark. Before getting taken by the like, it, it, he is because he gets he's he's really a playboy. He's he's spoiled. He's rich, you know. And then I'll, I'll go I'll go even further. Altair, who's he's just kind of a very bland, boring character in comparison. No, I was talking you know, about Ezio though. Like Ezio is probably. I, I'm saying like if you go from out if you start it with Altair, or even if you go back to Altair from playing the other characters, he's definitely the most stoic. He's definitely the most low key. For sure. He doesn't say a lot. And then you get Ezio, who's just like all honor, and he's he is very Tony Stark, and he's a playboy. He's he's either he's, he's either he's got Tony wit. or he's he's kind of a combination of Tony and Batman because his parents are killed. So that's that's what kind of turns him. Tony's Tony's parents are killed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never I mind. I just rewatched Civil War. His parents are killed. No. No. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, to be fair, most parents are killed in a fucking, like, hero's <laughs> world. True. True. Can we stop I mean, killing parents, please? Thank you. Yeah, Disney, leave our parents alone. Fucking Bambi. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, like, even in Star Wars, apart from Vader, all the parents are killed. Yeah. And then I... he fucking, and then his parent, and then Vader dies. Or sur- even surrogate parents. I mean, you know. Ron Kenobi. Well, I was thinking more about uh, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, but sure, you know. Yeah. Which um, I I'd still have to say that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on National Toast Day when Maddie posted that. That was pretty funny. I got to give him that one. That was... And I, I got to give him credit. Mark Hamill fucking approved. And he's like, that's... He more or less, without saying that's fucked up, he's like, that's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. But he liked it. Yeah. Mark Campbell's Mark Campbell's got that sense of humor. He's just got it. You know, actually speaking of sense of humor, in, in Assassin's Creed 2, one of the funniest fucking underlying jokes, uh, Ezio's uncle is named Mario. 
Yes. And he, it, when he first sees his Uncle Mario, it's been years since he's seen him. He's like, who are you? And then his, his uncle's like, it's me, Mario. <laughs> I fucking laughed so goddamn hard where I'm like, yeah. right, that's where the gamers were like, all right. Well, it's all this historical shit. It's funny, but like, we're gonna add some fucking jokes here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's a little bit different because it's a movie. But same thing with Ra- Wreck and Ralph. Some of the best things about Wreck and Ralph are little like gamer things that are in that game. That if you're or in that movie, that if you're a gamer, you're like, I get that, <laughs> you know. So, or like but, in Tron, when you hear fucking, you know, you see Pac Man in the background. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's his character, and, and like you said, definitely, definitely less stoic than, um, Altair, um, a little more flamboyant, and honestly, like, Altair is supposed to be the, ori- the original, um, not the original Sassen. assassin, but like the, cause, um, oh god, well, I'll have to look up the guy's name now, give me a second here, um. The guy from Origins? No, 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 from, uh. The original assassins, like the original original assassins, uh, not Altair, but the 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 head of the organization, oh, his, his mentor and shit, like yeah. Mossad or uh, Mustafa it, or something. It's, I think it's Muhammad something, but I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Well, let me put, let me phrase it this way: like, if you're going the technical route, it sounds like your character. And I say your character because you could choose either or. That's the thing about Odyssey. I don't know if you know is that it very much is a multiple arc. Origins has its linear campaign. Okay. Odyssey, what you do and how you do it determines how the game is going to go as well as end. Okay, that's interesting. You could either be a female or you could be a male. And from what I'm understanding, whoever you choose, uh, I'm, I don't want to spoil it because I just sort of found this out myself, it... it you interact with your the the person that you didn't choose in a seemingly antagonistic way. So if you choose the woman, inevitably you might have to go up against your brother or vice versa. Right, right, right. I got you. Okay, well that's that, interesting. Yeah. Um, um. So real quick, it's it's Al Mulam is is the Al Mulan. Mulam. Mulam. Yeah. Ah Mulam. Al, no, it's A L, so because I think Ah is A H, so I think it's Al yeah. Mulam. It's M U A L I M. They say Al-Mulam. it in the game, but it's been a while since I've heard it. Um, yeah, because no one goes back to that game. True, but the 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 point though is that he he kind of betrayed. You know, spoilers, people, but as we've already no, said, no one's don't gonna play the fucking game. Yeah, yeah, don't play the first one. He, he kind of betrays the assassins to the Templars. And so, at that point, if you're playing in release order, like if you're playing Assassin's Creed for the first time and it's the first one, it's almost as if Altair is like the first assassin because he breaks off from and, and starts this this new faction, I guess, would be the word to use, to, of... of staying to the original creed and so one of the things i think they knew really well in this series up through and including syndicate is but especially during the Ezio ones and and black flag is um 
paying tribute to Altair, the character, by... Like, you can get his armor, and it's actually, like, the best armor in the game if you can get your hands on it and things like that. So, they they definitely give credit to the game. Well, the game itself, gameplay-wise, is a little rough, a little linear, a little hard to do. They, uh, they obviously know that these other games and the success that the franchise has had doesn't come if Altair's not first. So, right. and I, I do like that they give it that kind of... Uh, <clears throat> that kind of love and whatnot. So I thought it was good, you know, and then, you know, you get in, like we said, we get into Desmond. It's the, the character development of Desmond was really interesting too. I, I liked how he's learning about more and more about how that, cause eventually he, he um, escapes from the Templar's grasp and joins the assassins proper and then becomes an assassin. And then hiding, yeah. Um, you know, he he gets to... He basically, through osmosis, becomes an assassin. Like, he, he kind of gets his skills from being spending so much time in the Animus tied to mostly Ezio, but Altair, Ezio, and Connor. Connor. You know? It's and, called, in the game, it's called the bleeding effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... You know, he he picks up this skill set, and so you even spend some time as Desmond in the modern day sneaking. Because I remember there's a scene when you're at like a sports arena climbing around yep. the rafters, um, yep. and I can tell you that a lot of us who are into the series, because like Rico, with with respect to you, and I know you, I can tell you're a fan, so I'm not discrediting your fandom in this, but you came into it late, like you've retroactively, like you said, you played it back, but you weren't like you. I feel like you're not as you weren't playing like you weren't like me and a lot of people like okay new ones coming out this year you know that kind of stuff. Um, I bought like once I was really into Assassin's Creed two, three was on its way to being released. So I was really like I saw the trailer like okay. you know my Joe my you know my buddy Joe Joe yeah he, he yeah he and his girlfriend bought me three for my birthday and it happened to kind of I think coincide with release date sounds right or something yeah. something like that so i was getting like i think i got four uh release date i got rogue way later okay um and oh, i didn't so get i didn't get uh syndicate or unity because i think those were on higher platforms so i was collecting them with the with the game system that i could do it on sure that makes sense I, okay so so i i i i will amend my statement my apologies but Okay. One of you know, like you know that, and again, this is this is definitely not a shot at you, but you will admit this that Mark and I are definitely more gamers than than you are. So you guys, you guys are more gamers in the sense that you'll play games, whereas I'm very set on like if it doesn't look interesting, I'm not going to attempt it. Right. I'm I'm more I'm more rigid in my expansion on games whereas you guys will play all sorts of games like a racing game yeah whereas i'm like i have zero interest in a racing game unless uh, it's I, Crash Bandicoot. and and so does so and to that same effect mark's the same way though like he has no interest in racing games but then again i, I have no interest in some of the games i know he plays so it kind of evens right. out um right. one of the things that i say i'll do that if if you ever got your hands on a playstation four or five for that matter and got playstation plus i would strongly recommend using the 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 because you get two free games a month 
So even if you don't like, even if you don't like them, you can delete them. Like you, you can download them, play, try them. If you don't like it, it's like fuck off. <laughs> like it's so. Right. I'm almost always downloading two new games every month. Occasionally they'll put out games I already like. Like you'll, you'll appreciate this, and we're getting off topic for a brief minute, but like for like three months in a row, they put out a game I bought like the month before for the free game. I'm like fuck. Uh-huh. It happened like three months in a row, like, and it wasn't like I spent like an absorbent amount of money. Like I got, like I, like you talk about racing games. They put out a racing game, the one I you and I built the car on. Mm-hmm. I I bought that game for like nine ninety nine, and so I didn't spend a lot of money on it. To me, that's not a lot of money for a game. That's a that's a pretty cheap price for a game, you know. Sure. So, um, I paid like nine 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 for it, and then like two months later, it was the PlayStation Plus free game, and I'm like, fuck. Because, you know, right. and, and unfortunately, it's not like you can say, oh, well, I have had the membership this whole time. Can I get a refund? They're like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. So, because I've had a PlayStation Plus membership now for, got to be a Ever. decade. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. had one for a long time. But it's 60 bucks a year, dude. And you get two free games a month. I'm willing to bet, even with your more particular style of a game play, mm-hmm. like, you know, liking Lessing, that you would still you'd still get your money's worth out of that. Just, you'd still keep, like, you get two a, two a month, so that's 24 games a year. I'd say you'd keep, even if you got a quarter of them, you know, even if you kept six, that would be enough, you know, so. I don't, I don't, yeah, but that's assuming I ever get a fucking PlayStation 4 or 5. Like, I just don't well, see myself, I, as, you know, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, um, that's that's not, I, the, the point, the point, though, is that, like, um, I had a point. I did have a point. I don't know what my point was anymore. Games? No, it was it was about about oh oh no no so okay I'm back I got it back we went really off topic but um when when Assassin's Four was announced and even before it was announced when you play through the three can I spoil three for people because I know you played it but should I I mean sure we've been spoiling okay. all sorts of shit so Desmond dies. At the end of three, he he mm-hmm. is he, he dead, um, and he ran out of miles. Yeah, I um, use that joke again. There were a lot of us that felt like they should have made four. They should have kept Desmond alive and made yeah. four modern day with Desmond, and yeah. they didn't do it. and And they've had yeah. a moderate. They've had success anyway. Black Flag ended up being fantastic, and a lot of people right. loved it, you know. Right. But I still would have liked a, a Desmond Miles game. I would have, especially yeah. since yeah, especially since you're you're setting Desmond up to be the ultimate modern day assassin, and apart from very key scenes, you don't really get to experience running around modern day as an assassin. No. So it was kind of a letdown where you're like, oh, we're gonna make you the biggest bat. Oh no, you're dead. Like and. It- even then, when you when you the few times you get to play as Desmond in modern day, he doesn't have any of the weapons. He doesn't kill anybody. It's all about the parkour, which is still cool, but like, it's not full blood, full bore assassins. It's it's more like you know stealth missions and shit. So, right. it it they they really dropped the ball on an opportunity to to do some cool shit that they didn't get to do. So. Um, I, it still might be a thing. I've heard of how though. Maybe, like, how do you bring no, Desmond I, back? I mean, I've heard of I, not with Desmond. I'm, no. I'm saying I've heard of talk of them doing a future Assassin's Creed 
so like a very futuristic, uh, um, you know, not not what, what's that fucking game that you're playing with Keanu? What was it? Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of something similar of a, of like a 2099 Assassin's game, and the and the the things they could do with that are are unlimited. You mm-hmm. the imagine the weapons you could use oh, and yeah. the skyline and where you set it and they could even fucking go even further where if it's all futuristic you can probably presumably go visit I think I think their end goal is that they're going to try and bridge all the locations that you've been currently going to for throughout the franchise but in a futuristic setting so hmm. you could see what like future Greece looks like as opposed to ancient Greece because that's what instead of historical nonfiction you just make fantasy that's where the bridge between historical and then fantasy because who the fuck knows what 2199 or some shit is going to look like for Greece let me ask you this if uh, I'm trying to think how to phrase it what Forget gameplay style for a minute. Forget the fact that Origins plays differently or Odyssey plays Odyssey plays differently than the the, the previous ones. Give me a, a time and or era and location you would like to have seen them do. I have I have different answers for that. I think the 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 first one that comes to mind is World War Two, just because. And I acknowledge World War II is something that they've said they'll never want to do. Um, it's very complicated. That's why. I think that's what I read. But, is it's just so complicated. But but I, I, can't, um, I can't not help but think of your character infiltrating Hitler's bunker and being the one to, like, shove the cyanide in his mouth and shoot him in the head or, or, almost, or convince him. To- almost Valkyrie-style. Like yeah, 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 it's 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 more of I think there is potential possibilities where like you read history like Hitler for example and you're like, how is that not a perfect idea to have your assassin infiltrate? And I think, I think it's something that fans do want. Um, I also see ancient, maybe not ancient, but samurai like ancient japan that's ancient that's ancient yeah but maybe not ancient ancient like you can kind of bridge it with like world war ii japan you could do it kind with, of you actually see I, the perspective of them in world war ii and like hiroshima and shit like that i was gonna say do that or what i would do is i would do um i would take a page from the last samurai movie with tom sure. cruise and do it civil yeah. war era where they're just kind of becoming modernized, you know, that would yeah. be a good that'd be a good time to do it. One of my the one of the ones I've always wanted to see, and I I proposed that Mark and I were talking about this a long time ago, right around the time they were kind of figuring out what they were going to do with four, they hadn't announced it yet. Um, was Russia because mm. for see so for a lot of people who would be into these games, forget being alive even, but just being into these games, they would not probably know that Russia at one point was like a monarchy and then the Soviet Union occurred and then it became the quasi-democracy it is now and I say quasi because (laughs) anyway that's a whole different conversation but you know there was a pure oh you're putting me on (laughs) there was a pure 
you know, monarchy at one point with was there was the, they weren't kings; they were called czars, but it's it's same title essentially. And and the Soviet Union occurred; the the communists kind of overthrew the the czars, and you had communism for a long. I want to say it was like eighty years, if not longer. I mean, it's a pretty good chunk of time, but. Sure. Uh, that time period when when the czars are being overthrown, I don't know what side you'd put the assassins on, but that time period would be really interesting. I would think you'd almost put them on the side of the the monarchy, but you know, I don't know. I would say you probably. The ultimate irony is that I would I would probably view it as communism. Like you would be a communist because, or at least a socialist communist. Well, because, yeah, because. In, in the theory, communism's ideologies. perfect. <laughs> in theory, yeah. in execution, yeah. it's a little... Right. The different ideologies of the assassins compared to the Templars is they're both thinking they're doing the right thing. The Templars are saying, we want to be able to control humans to prevent war. Whereas the assassins are saying, nobody should be controlled. That's sort of the difference. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, so I would... What's more... We don't want to be controlled than fucking socialist communism. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, then the opposite of communism is capitalism, which is right. controlling people with money. Right. That's, that's so that to me sounds more like a fucking Templar thing. I mean, look, it, it would not fucking surprise me if like the Templars are like, like in, in the sense of like Assassin's Creed, like we're like a legitimate fucking thing. And we find out like, Hey, that Republican fucking senator was a Templar. Who would have thunk? Um, everybody. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, and if you remember with Assassin's Creed Three, the American Revolution one, the Masons get pulled into this too. You know, um, very briefly, not a primary role, but they certainly get referenced a few times. So, you know. Let me ask you this: Can you give me your favorite weapon of the Assassin's Creed games? You can give you can give me a couple. But, like, what's the one you're just like, oh, fuck, I loved using that goddamn thing. Want me to give you mine? Yeah, please. Okay, one of my all-time favorite weapons is is taking one out of your favorite game is Connor's Rope Dart, where he oh, fucking yeah. pull a goddamn scorpion, get over here. But my favorite thing was to be on a tree branch. Because you could string him up. Yep. Yeah, you fucking throw a rope dart down at a dude walking by and then step backward and you just hang a motherfucker. So whenever, like, because in Assassin's Creed Three, you're a lot of it. Yeah, you're on Philly, you're in Philly, and but a lot of it is that you're in the fucking woods. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it's and, in the woods, in the forest, and stuff. Yep. And there's like a fucking trail of redcoats just walking by with the fucking drummer, just being like, "Hey, everybody, we're here." Do, 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 do. And I would just silently fucking hang motherfuckers, <laughs> like, like I would just hang them. And then climb another tree as they were walking by. They're just, they're just walking by like, what happened to Gerald? Oh, fuck him. And they're not even aware. And then all that's left is the drummer. And he's just playing to nobody. He just became a solo act. And then and then what I, what, <laughs> I'm so devious. I like to fucking run in front of him. I'm going to alarm him. And then he kind of turns around and realizes there's nobody to help him. <laughs> and in, the, in, in war, you're, supposed to, you're not supposed to fucking kill the drummers. They're not there to fight. They're there to fucking provide fucking you know, ambiance or some shit. And, and I'd say, fuck that. This is war. You're dead. You joined the wrong side, motherfucker. And I just fucking, 
Um, oh man, I'm so glad I'm not an assassin. I'd be just be that asshole who'd be like, "Fuck everybody, you're all dead." Yeah, yeah. Everything is uh, permitted, motherfuckers. Everything's permitted, motherfucker. Um, I my answer is not as exciting, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you two answers. I'm actually gonna give you three, but they're all kind of related. So bear with me. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Hidden Blades. I really am the 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 actual assassin weapon, and as as much as I do like the fighting systems, I love sneaking up on motherfuckers, like just walking up behind them, shiv them, and walk away. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fantastic, and you know, or stalking up a motherfucker from the rooftop, and you see him, and then he stops, and you just do the the jump down and. And then, you know, the throat, yeah. Yeah. Or in the top of the head, depending, you know. So, like, I like a lot of that stuff. I also like, this isn't a weapon, but I'm a huge fan of, like, when you're climbing up a wall and there's a guy on the roof and you can, like, hit the button and you reach up and just pull him off and just pull him, you know, like that kind of shit. Um, so, I'm a big fan of the, the, the hidden blades. But if I have to do, like, f- combat. I love the daggers. Like I almost always use the dagger, even over the swords. Like I love yeah, you, the dagger. You you like to be quick and personal and just slash a motherfucker up, as opposed to the long drawn out battle. Yeah, I mean it's not just that, but I mean I like. And this is credit to Ubisoft, I think. When because the other thing I wouldn't do generally is attack. I would stand in that defensive stance, and when you would have the you can hit the counter. If you hit it right, I would hit the counter and let the guy use his own momentum and then just, like, as he's falling forward, slice his throat, you know, or whatever right. kind of thing. That's my fighting style with this game, with these games. And so, um, to, to finish off the thought, the, the brother in... Did you play Syndicate yet? Did, no, you probably haven't, have you? No, I played Syndicate. I just, okay. didn't, I just didn't beat it. Okay. The brother... I am yeah. like when you had a choice between the brother because there's a couple times you have to be the sister for certain missions or whatever, and I yeah. don't dislike her. I don't want to give the impression like I'm like like anti-feminine her- heroine. She's no, no, no. It, it's different but, styles of play. She's sneaky, sneaky, and he is a tank. Right, but he's a tank in the way that I enjoy it. So I spent most of my time playing as the brother because I just like his style. You know, she's she's also badass. She's quicker. Is oh, what I for noticed. sure, she is way badass. That's why I'm saying, like, I didn't want to give off the impression of was being like anti-feminine, no, no, no. you know, no. or whatever. But because she and and that cane weapon she has, when you get the right cane weapon, they that thing can. is fucking brutal. Well, they both can choose cane swords. Yeah, but he well, and but with the brother though, I tend to use the um again the dagger weapons with him, you know, so. Uh, one of my favorite features is that they introduce, I think, in Brotherhood, is you can take the weapon you have and just throw it at a motherfucker. Yeah, but then you lose it. But That's the wrong. You, you lose it unless you run over and fucking find the right guy, and then you have to pick it up again. And that could be a pain in the ass. But I always kind of enjoyed that extra feature. There was also yeah. one in, in, in 4 that I, I used all the time. Where you you eventually can upgrade and get multiple muskets, handheld uh, muskets, and you have them strapped. So each one carries a shot because loading up a fucking gun back in the day took like you know thirty seconds if you're quick. So 
your character would just you can constantly just reload all your fucking guns and have them strapped on your chest. And so whenever I would pillage another ship, <laughs> I would fucking take down a couple dudes and I would do this fucking feature where you just tap repeatedly and you'll automatically shoot anybody who's nearby. Yeah. So it's slash, slash, bang, 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 done. Yeah. And that was one of my all-time favorite finishes. That is good, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I agree. It's a, it's a fun that's a fun move. I remember that. Yeah. I do like the I like the ship war going back to the ship stuff. I do like the ship warfare. It's a lot more fun than you would think, but it really I enjoy the hell out of it. You know, it's more fun the more you upgrade your ship and of get course. features and shit. Yeah, yeah. There are some in in uh, Odyssey. Obviously, they don't have fucking cannonballs and shit like that. Sure. So you're kind of set on javelins and fire arrows. Uh, it's it's fine. It's just. It's a little, it's a little McClunky, so you gotta <laughs> kind of work your way there. Um, and oh my God, the here's here's one of the biggest gripes of Odyssey, as I say after you already paid for it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, fucker. <laughs> I, but I'm I'm giving you a heads up, and Steph was really pushing this on me, so I was kind of prepared. You need to collect as much wood and ore as much as possible. If you're in a cave, you look. For everything that oh, I I'm, I'm like that, that anyway. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I know, I'm, but I'm it, one of those but you're guys. You're gonna get frustrated. You're being like, "Oh fuck it, who do I care?" But as you're like galloping through the forest, if because you collect trees for olive wood, so like as you're running, you can, as you run through it, you could tap a button and then grab it and loot it automatically instead of having to get off your fucking horse or stop okay. and shit. As you're doing that. Don't fucking turn down a tree unless like someone's fucking chasing after you. Then sure, fuck the tree, sure. get yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. buying wood at like a fucking store is so goddamn expensive, and you could get it through like pillaging on a ship, but it's such a pain in the ass. Like you gotta grind a fucking take down the ship just to get like four hundred wood, and then you have to use that wood and that ore to fucking upgrade your ship and yourself and blah I, blah blah. I, I hate when I need four hundred wood. It's a just, you know. I I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I was making a joke to Steph where I was like, she, she, she's like, honey, tree. She's just pointing at tree, tree, tree. Like, you know, like, there it is. Go get it. And I'm like, it's just so typical of you, Steph, for me to try. You just want me to get wood all the time, don't you? And it's <laughs> olive wood, isn't it? it? You know, you get some Dago olive oil wood. That's pretty funny. How much wood did I get? All of it. <laughs> all the woods. Um, um, is there I'm, anything else about the games, or do you want to fucking? You know, well, a little bit. They did make uh, a it, fucking movie. We'll we'll get there, but I just briefly because I wanted to talk. There were it's not a huge list, but there's some um, bigger name uh, voice actors involved in uh, in the games. Uh there's Kristen Bell. Yeah, that was that's the biggest one I think I've seen. But then you get you get um, Nolan North, who's pretty much in everything. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the de facto not Ryan Reynolds Deadpool voice, Nolan North. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Kristen Bell also... does. Then not only not only did she do the voice, they modeled her for the character as well. Oh yeah, you're running around as Veronica. You 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 get to interact with Veronica Mars essentially. I never watched that. I didn't either. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, you get to interact with Sarah Marshall. Is that better? No, because I think I've seen I, that once. Oh, I but, love forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, I'm trying to get to the. 
I thought it was another big name in here. I wanted to. Well, well I guess there's not, the guy but... who played Batman in Batman Arkham Origins. He plays uh, he plays Ezio. Troy, uh, Nolan North isn't Ezio. It's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. Nolan North is um, Altair, if I saw that right. No, he's well, maybe, but he's he's, oh, he's Desmond. He's, he's Desmond. Desmond. Sorry, yeah, my bad. But fucking, I can't remember his goddamn name. But uh, hold it's, on, it's, he's got three names in his name. He's in two, right? Is the guy who plays Ezio, and and he uh, Roger Craig Smith. That's who it is. Um, he's he's a great voice actor. He's also a stand up comedian, which I thought really interesting. Okay. Um, I don't well, think Troy Baker is in it, but he might be. I I think there's a lot of other voice actors that do like various voices and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of various in here. But the other thing I'll say is that like I'm looking at the list of the different characters in the different eras, and they they did do a really good job of trying to get um. I guess, for lack of a better phrase, ethically correct actors to do the voices, right. which is also um, just goes to the credibility of the entire franchise. You know, with mm-hmm. the, the, the like we were talking about Syndicate, I love the fact that at one point you have to <sighs> climb to the top of Big Ben, like you're at the top yeah. of Big Ben. Um, okay. I um, I'll tell a very quick story about Assassin's Creed. I want to say Brotherhood is the one I'm thinking okay. of. Um, they change when you do. E- so there's different parts throughout the game. Um, for those not familiar, there these these eagle vision spots where you climb to like these really high pillars. You hit a button and then it does like a circle, and now it expands the map. Um, right. so you can see what's around you or whatever. Um, in in that particular game, they changed the music that it became cello music. Like it's a cello uh-huh. chord, and I it came mm-hmm. out like yeah. it came out like a month after my dad died, Ooh. who played the cello, like he was a uh-huh. phenomenal cello player. So, but I didn't see it like yeah, it was a little sad, but it was more like kind of like dad was playing a game with me, you know what sure. I mean? Like that's how I viewed it. So it was kind of neat to have that whole the whole you know. It, uh, I, in in retrospect, it remind me of Max Payne, the Max Payne theme, because that's I don't know what that well. Okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is there have been some spinoff games called the Chronicles. They're they're side scrollers. They're not as um not as good, but they're definitely interesting. And there have been China and Russia and a couple other, but they're not. To the same level as the assassin, the the, the main story games by any means. It's um, kind of like why why like yeah, you take some really interesting ideas for games, but you put it in the side scroller where it's like that's not a that 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 is the worst type. That's of the worst. Assa- it's, <laughs> it's just, just the, the worst. worst. No, I'm sorry, I got I got fumes on the brain because that's his thing. The worst. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked to that motherfucker in a while. I got to see what he's up to. Um, he probably says it because he's in. He's based in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. So he says it like the worst. Yeah, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's not fucking uh, he, the he's bears. Not the guys from, he's from not. He's not that. Like, no, um, that, that's just just the fucking worst. <laughs> I used to love when Chris Farley would have a heart attack. <laughs> and, he, 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 and then he would be he would, he would cough up a fucking piece of meat and then just start sometimes again. sometimes not yeah. always but yeah um did you um getting back to the series for a minute before we move on did you see lineage 
Did you ever see that? What's what do you mean? What's lineage? So Assassin's Creed lineage is like a I want to say like fifteen. I I can get the exact info here, but it's like a fifteen to twenty minute, um, uh, an animated thing. It's just a. It's just a. Yeah, but it's it's all the same actors. They brought all the same actors back, and it, here we go. Here we go. It's a. It says it's a series of of three films, but I I guess what I saw they just plopped it together into one. Um, okay. You can actually get it on like Blu-ray or DVD now, but like it is available. Um, yeah, I have no interest. Well, it's about Ezio. I, I, look, I would rather see the whole see thing. The... the whole thing is thirty-six minutes long. All three chapters is thirty-six <laughs> minutes. It's not like look, the, part of the allure of of Ezio is you get to play as Ezio. If, if I don't really want to see an animated snippet of Ezio, even though he's easily one of the best characters, I would, and I wouldn't want to see a movie of Ezio. I would like to see it. I would like to see a live action TV series. I think, I I don't think the Assassin's Creed movie uh, was a, I mean, it was an obvious idea, but I think going forward, you make each season about the characters that we know and love. So you have the first season be about Altair. Well, I or, guess if you're going chronological, you go all the way back to, um, what's the guy's ba- name? In- ba- Bayek in Origins. Bayek, or, yeah. Or, fucking, or your character in Odyssey, since it's 300 you know, years before. Technically, Origins. yeah. yeah. But, but then they're going to, you know, eventually they're going to fucking be running out of ideas. They're going to be like, Assassin's Creed, Neanderthal, and you're going to fucking be a goddamn <laughs> caveman with a spear, I hope you say. I, I hope you saved. Not, by the way, oh, I I wasn't playing anything. Oh, because it went into power save mode, so I was making sure. No, no, it turned off. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh no, I I I, I, I didn't even turn the thing on. Stuff was playing. Stuff was watching a movie, so I didn't. Do oh, I gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah, the I movie. Mean, on the, on, and that would be an interest. You asked me like, what would I want to see? It'd be interesting to see a Neanderthal fucking thing, but at the same time, it's like, really? You can't fucking have the title Origins, then make a prequel of that, and then have a fucking be like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to be like, the first human ever happened to be a goddamn assassin. <laughs> but there is some fucking fun idea to being like, I don't know, tame a woolly mammoth? Wait, how about this? How about this? You take the assassin's thing, and you throw it into the beginning of History of the World Part 1, what the motherfuckers doing, like, cave painting. No, well, well, there was one other section, the, 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 the cave paintings or whatever. Yeah, just do yeah. that. Yeah. Motherfucker yeah, that, just that's how you do comes, yeah. off, comes off the top of the club, smack. Yeah, you know. that, that's how you, you can insta-kill someone. You just piss on their artwork. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but All yeah. right, let's talk this I, fucking movie. Okay, so uh, first and foremost... I know you hate it more than I do. I, you know who I think hates it more than I do? Who's that? Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I love Steph to death. You know I do. Not as much as you do and for very different reasons. But she is... I, I have trouble taking her <laughs> film because she's very critical of movies. Like, I mean... She's very analytical. She is, and I'm, and and in a lot of, in in a lot of ways, that's a really awesome thing to be. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're trying to do a movie about a 
uh, a thing that could never actually be, and you're looking at but it she analytically. She loves the Assassin's Creed game. She That's does. Also... She does. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not shitting on stuff. You know that. I. I. You know I wouldn't do that. First and foremost. No, of but, course not. Um, but it, it. It. I don't know. I. I enjoyed it. I. I watched it just again recently to get ready for today because it's only and it's only the second time I watched it. I will tell you, I. I enjoyed it more the second time through than I did the first time. Mm. That's for sure. Um, mm. I get it. I. It's. It's. It different. Assassin's story. I don't mind that. I don't mind their fucking having it set in Spain and, you know, Torquemada and shit like that. I don't mind that. That's See, an that's another thing, thing with the history of the world. You got Torquemada already. You, can, <laughs> you can't you know? talk him out of anything. <laughs> I don't mind that. I don't mind they went in an original story. If they're, because I think they're, they were like, oh, well, we don't really want to piss off fans of Ezio. What if we get it wrong? You know, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, what I have a problem with is the style and the story and the over, like just the simple animus having it be the goddamn apparatus that fucking holds up the emperor and rise of Skywalker. That's the same goddamn thing. Don't give me any I, different. I, man. Actually, you know what? I was just saying to Deb the other day, I got, I got to watch, um, rise of Skywalker again. Cause it's been a, it's been a while since I've seen it. So I need to, I need to watch it again. So you really just want to be in a bad mood, huh? I you you forget you forget. I actually liked it compared to you. All right. So yo, um, yeah. um, but and you, and you want to give Steph shit about her, you know, opinion on movies? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you had you had some pretty heavy, not heavy hitters, but you had some bigger names in this film. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, you know, yeah, fucking. Um, but even my, Michael K. Caltiad. Yeah, which I feel bad for her. She keeps ending up in, in movies that don't get received well, or just crap movies overall. Maybe I mean, except uh, have we for all been wrong? except for one. There's one that she, yeah, Inception. That's the one. But Dark Knight Rises didn't do well. Yeah, well, I mean, it did financially. I'm sure it, it did, did fine. Very well, it just it was just you know fucking plot holes you could try the fucking tumbler through. <laughs> and she has one of the shittiest fucking on screen deaths, and that is entirely her fault. Like, yeah, Chris Nolan should have fucking been like, "Hey, Marion, like, do that again. Can we do another fucking take." Like, <laughs> but her, her fucking way of dying is, and now my father's legacy will like you just don't fucking. <laughs> Like, uh, come on, like the, you're, you're that that was your choice to fucking just die really really quickly. Um, I mean, I'm not expecting her to go the Yoda route, be like, there is another sky. <laughs> but you gotta find some fucking middle ground of how to die. Um, look, I like Michael Fassbender. I've and I like Michael Fassbender beyond the Magneto X Men shit. Uh, yeah, I've only unfortunately seen him in that and this. I think it's the only things I've seen him in so far. But he is hypnotic in Prometheus. Uh, he is. He did a movie called uh, Shame, and it's 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 a hard watch because of you you're you feel uncomfortable for his character who is a sex addict. Okay, and he's. I mean, if you've ever wanted to see a movie where you see Michael's fucking Fassbender. His fucking ass bender. No, it's I, I have not oh, wanted to see that. 
I've been See, hesitant. That's the thing is that he's so well hung. If you if he really wanted to kill a Templar in Assassin's Creed, he just whips out his dick and smack him in the face. I um I was hesitant to see uh the Steve Jobs film that he was oh, he's in. Good in that. Is he? Okay. I'm sure he does Still fine, but I slight like you could tell, oh, this guy's not from America, but he does it. He does a very good job. Yeah. I guess it's just I haven't heard a whole lot of what how Steve Jobs really sounded like. But he's convincing enough. Because I, I really enjoyed the one with Kushner. Not to go on a whole thing, but I really I enjoyed Kush- that. Oh, yeah, Kushner. Kush- yeah. Kushner is the know. other fucking yeah, yeah, diabolical yeah. fuck. Yeah. That, speaking of diabolical fucks here, Bernie Madoff died this past week. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> of all the fucking people who, like, was an embezzler, the guy's name was Madoff. Yeah, right? I mean, duh. Bernie beat off with all that money, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, uh, but no, the I look, look I, I didn't mind the animus. I thought it was an interesting take on it, you know, because from a visual perspective, when you're not playing the game, you need to be able to... to vision, you need to, to... How do I put this? You need, you need to make it so it's enter, entertaining to the people involved watching it, if that makes sense. So, like, having it as, like, a 3D sim as opposed to, like, something on a screen I thought was pretty interesting. I like that aspect of it, you know? I would imagine you of all people would have been like, well, what was wrong with The Matrix? It's literally the similar aspect. You sit down on a fucking table or on a fucking reclining chair. They stick a fucking plug in the back of your head and boom. Like, they, they could have just said, okay, here, you sit down here. And then the movie where it's in Spain starts you know I, yeah i, I mean i, I guess why I, you of all people were like no fuck it no no i'm not saying that no and if they had gone that route i don't think i would have had a problem with it but i think i i can see them wanting to not be compared to the matrix by doing that and that would be you know i don't i i think if anyone said oh it's just like the matrix like well did you play the games no then check the fuck up no, but from a visual perspective, it would have looked very. Ma- it would have been very Matrix, you know, sit in a but chair, that, plug a thing, you know. I don't. I know. don't know, man. I I thought the whole. I, I get what they were trying to go to, but it just there was. It was hard to fucking. The editing was so quick, fast paced, quick edit, quick edit, quick edit, that I think we've been spoiled by like the John Wick way of fighting, whereas you see the the camera sort of set like way back. And you see two characters fight in one long, unbroken shot, and they pan left to right, and the camera follows them, like in John Wick 2 or 3 or whatever. That's sort of now the new way of showing a good fight scene is we want to see everything. Don't do the quick edit, punch, kick, fucking slice, where you're like, wait, what the fuck happened? Did Michael Bay direct this movie? What the fuck? No, but see, I I felt like that fits to the style of how it works in the game. You know what I mean? Like to the and and also I felt like they hit the parkour almost perfectly. You know, the parkour aspects the par- were they yeah. absolutely got the parkour right. I don't agree with the fighting aspects because as you play in the game, you are controlling and seeing every move that you make. If you want to slash at this guy here, if you want to counter at that guy there, you are seeing it. It's not so quick that if you blink, you don't pay attention. Whereas if you blink, you miss shit that happens when Fassbender's fighting a motherfucker. I, I think they could have done well. I think it's a great starting point 
but they can adapt it on a show a whole lot better. I think it's nothing against Michael Fassbender. It's nothing against Jeremy Irons. Um, it's you have ways of going. I also think that they kind of ignored certain. They they took the story for granted in the sense they just hope people would understand it. You and I and Steph understood what's going on, but to a layman who just wants to see Fassbender fuck shit up with a blade. They kind of just overlooked the overall. No, that's fair. I can't. Like, I can't argue with that. Like, if you if you go into this, it's either, it, it it accomplishes what it wanted and it also fails at what it wanted, right? So yes. if if you if you if you go into it and know nothing about the game, then you're not as let down in some aspects, right? Right. But if you go into it Being a fan. knowing knowing nothing about the game, but also not knowing anything about the game. Or, or being a fan and they do something like Ezio, they could really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they, they were really up against between a rock and a hard place trying to do this movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, because you have to, think, you have to appeal to the audience, the, the, right. the, the core audience, your game audience, guys like you, me and Steph and, you know, whoever right. else is into it. But then you also have to appeal to all the other masses who don't really know shit about the series. I think they 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 made a choice that I would not have agreed with, which is let's say Michael Fassbender's character is the the to to be blunt, he's the Desmond Miles, right? He's the human who goes in the animus. That's that's really when, what he is. Yeah, I mean, right. I can, but yeah. he also plays his ancestor. I would disagree. I would have. Have a different actor play the 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 historical ancestor. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't the gr- if, if he's going to play. If, let's say his ancestor is a woman. What are you going to do? Put Fassbender in drag? No, I hear you. I I I I think they did that because he was a producer on it, so he was probably like, I I want to be, you know. Yeah, one of my favorite things about it is that, like, he was a producer and he was really into playing the, into the movie, but he never played the games. That always worries the fuck out of me when someone's like, oh, we're going to make a great adaptation of this game. Did you play the game? No, I did not. But we're going to make a great adaptation of this game. No, you should you're play not. the fucking game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and by the way. And I, when, we, when we saw it, I was like, I can't believe fucking Ubisoft signed off on this. There you go. That's that's actually him. That's Aguilar. So. No, I know. I do. Um, see, I think it had great promise, but. It, I don't, it I don't. And I don't hate the character. Like, I don't. Like, I, I don't think. Get, no, no, no. I think the He's character of Aguilar is really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I actually would like to have seen more of that. You know, and well, not even Aguilar, but Cal. You know, like I think it's sure. a bad name choice, but that's what it is. Like, well, I'm not going. It's short for column. Still, I mean, you know, I don't know. It, it just seemed weird that, like, I mean, his obviously his lineage is fucking Irish American. When you're when Brendan Gleeson is your fucking dad, which I even made the fucking joke. Because, like, I was like, oh, wow, you know, a, a, an Irish character. I wonder if Brendan Gleeson's his fucking dad, because who else is the most Irish-looking? And then, sure enough, <laughs> because it, it, it's not Brendan Gleeson in the flashbacks as his father, but it's Brendan Gleeson's son, Brian Gleeson. Oh, no shit. And I, did, and I didn't know that. And then, all of a sudden, you know, and when he's in the fucking t- the prison or whatever... I was like, "Oh my God, Mr. Mercedes! It's fucking Brendan! It's it's fucking Brendan Gleeson! It's Mad Eye Moody!" It's, 
Oh my god! It's just... Well, as we've talked about when we did a Harry Potter, the first place I knew him from is Mission Impossible Two. I forgot he was in Mission Impossible Two. He plays the Australian businessman. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so dude, uh, Brendan Gleeson is is in is so Irish that how I Irish is he? <laughs> that in the movie Far and Away with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, which is all about Irish immigrants, I was like, huh. The only one who's missing from this fucking movie is Brendan Gleeson. He's in the fucking movie in like credits as like a fucking one-off policeman. You never see his fucking face, but that's how fucking Irish he is. <laughs> Interesting thing about the movie is it's considered a failure, but it actually made money. So I don't know why it's considered a, a failure. It's it's a critical failure because they were planning a trilogy and they aren't going to make a trilogy. I would like it's, to. I actually would like to have seen what was coming next. I would have. I, I would have been interested I, in it. Look, I I had a problem with like the stupidity of Marion Cotillard's character, where like at the end, spoilers, he's just like, she knows he's going to have to fucking get the eat the apple from her father, played by Jeremy Irons. And then she's like, oh, wait, he killed my dad? What the fuck? All right, now I'm going to have revenge on that motherfucker. Like, you didn't know that a guy who's been tapping into an assassin's DNA is going to kill the guy? <laughs> How, you're a scientist? You're a fucking doctor? Did you go to seven years of medical school fucking like, like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy? What the fuck are you doing? You didn't realize this shit? And it, yeah. It, it's just... See, that's the thing. Marion Cotillard has the ability to be like, she. I don't know how smart she is in real life, but she's able to be cast in intelligent characters who frequently do stupid things. Yeah. Yeah. I I was so fucking... No, I, I when I'm watching... When I was watching, I looked at Steph. I'm like, Steph, why the fuck did you choose... I was blaming her, even though it wasn't her fault. I was like, <laughs> Steph... Why did you put this movie on? Why? Why did you have to suggest to CJ that we do a whole thing of Assassin's Creed? Why do you hate me? Why do you do this? She's like, I know, I'm <laughs> such a bitch, aren't I? And I'm just like, this fucking movie sucks. See, I, I, so I, I actually liked it. I did. That's so. fine. You're allowed to be wrong. Yeah, but, but you, know, well, you know, as as Mark says, I like terrible things. So you, you know, know, you know what this was? This was Assassin's Greed. That's what this was. <laughs> See, that's like how I kind of feel about Origins. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I Look, I agree. I agree that Origins is not for fucking everybody, but, like, so are some of the games. So is Assassin's Creed 1. That's not for everybody. Yeah, but see, the difference between that and, say, Origins is Origins, and I'm not trying to get a whole new thing here, but, like, Origins had it's like build the up. Game. No, but it had build up. There was history, yeah. right? Assassin's Creed yeah. 1, the one with Altair... Right out of the gate, first game. I, it's yeah. it's loosely based on the concept of the Prince of Persia games that were out on PS2, which were great game. I enjoyed them. Um, but they even feature his costume as an unlockable thing. I think you're correct. Yes. So they, I, actually, there's a mission in Odyssey where it's called Prince of Persia. Well, there you go. So yeah. you know, like it's it. it but but there's still no like history. There's nothing to lean back on. With with origins, you have all this history, and they're like, nah, fuck it, we're gonna do something different. You know. I mean, again, sometimes they 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 took a risk. They were like, what can we do that's exactly the same but completely different? Well, hold on, you can't fucking have both. 
Well, that's the kind of you same know? thing with the movie. That goes, you know, going back to the movie. That's what I feel like they were trying to do with the movie and make it different. But you know, here's right. the thing. T- typically speaking, when you when you do um, a movie based on a video game, they don't do very well. There's not many that have been very success- successful up to this point. So it, you know, we'll have to see, but. Well, that sounds like a fucking conversation for another time. That could be fun. That could be a fun episode to do. And I think we know a couple people that could join us for that. It'd be fun. So, excuse me while I whip my phone out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man. So, uh, well, listen, guys. I hope you enjoyed that we did something different. We we just tried something different here. I hope you enjoyed it. If you if you like this, maybe we can pick a a different game franchise or a, a shorter game franchise at least, and maybe. <laughs> Do another we, one. We did talk. Yeah. We did do the Resident Evil franchise. We could. Well, we did. The, the we did the. Did we? Yeah, we talked about the games pretty, pretty we heavily. Some, I, I don't know. I have to re-listen that fucking. Episode. I did. I don't know what the. Fuck I, I see. What are you the, buying? The, yeah, dude, and that that was so funny when you're doing Rico's read. <laughs> that one guy sounds so much like him. It's my ha- yeah. You you say you basically like my impression of Haggard is like you're a wizard, Harry. What are you buying? Yeah. <laughs> You gotta go I mean, to that's not, to get to that's not me. That's not me shitting on it in any way. But it just, you know you how know. hard it is to do a Robbie Coltrane Haggard voice. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It sounded it sounded like him. It's a little it's a little funny. Um, but yeah, the, the, we could do another. I, I the, that's another reason why I was all hesitant to buy uh, Odyssey because I did buy the Resident Evil uh, Three remake today. Um, cause I got it. For, oh, I've, I got, I've had that forever. I just haven't started it. I got it for like nine bucks. So I wanted, I got, dude, I got three and I think at the time I got like, for some reason it was lumped into a movie. With was, the it the ori- I didn't have. was it the original or the remake? They just did that. This is the remaster redo that they did in the last like, I have, year. I have the, I have the remastered. Okay. Okay. But it came with seven. So I got like a group thing of three and seven. Interesting. Which, by weird co- coincidence, were the games that I didn't happen to have. So I'm well, like, oh, I, this is a fucking great goddamn deal right here. I'm just getting excited because eight comes out in like three weeks. So yeah, I'm um, I'm very excited about eight. So all right, um, Requiem Pache, motherfucker. CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right. Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Potaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific at getvocal.com slash potaskew. That's www dot g e t v o k l dot com slash potaskew where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games if you can't or don't want to join us live you can follow rico me and the show on twitter the show is at potaskew rico is at rance rico and i'm at m underscore blade we want to thank logo designer and show friend mike for his work on our wonderful logo you can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. 
You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com listen. That's thefarmersdog.com listen.